Welcome to Cannabis Investing Newsletter. I'm D.H. Taylor. In this video, I want to take a look at the short selling that's been going on in cannabis. I get email after email after email from individuals who are quite disconcerted about their account balances. The fact is, there is a tremendous amount of short selling going on in cannabis stocks. And this is why cannabis stocks are not responding whatsoever to any kind of news. Now, we have seen some kind of shifting going on. For those of you who uh, didn't see this because it was over the uh, our holiday weekend, Germany just legalized cannabis. Your best avenue to get into um, Germany, Germany's cannabis industry would be one of my top picks, IMCC. Now, I'm not exactly in love with the their stock, uh, with their numbers, I inherited them out of MYM Nutraceuticals when they were acquired. Nonetheless, um, that stock's been going up. So given that, there has been some kind of shift going on with some stocks uh, just recently. We may have seen a bottom. These short sellers, though, are the subject of what's going on. And I'm going to show you a couple things. First, I'm going to show you um, what they're doing, why they're doing it, why it's a profitable trade, and then I'm going to show you why they're really going to wish they understood how to read financial statements because they're definitely on the wrong side. Let's jump into the computer. I'll show you what I'm looking at. First time visiting the uh, website and my YouTube channel. Thanks for stopping by. Um, over Thanksgiving weekend, actually probably around Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, just prior to the holiday, I kind of fell into a hole. Uh, looking at the short selling. I, for whatever reason, I stopped by the website and I did notice that one of the top 10 most shorted stocks was Tilray out of all stocks out there. And it really kind of made me pop. So over the past few days, actually at this point, a sol well over a solid week, pushing 10 days, I've been building the infrastructure for not only this video, but to support the things I'm going to be talking about. There are a lot of changes that every single day are going to start rolling out. Now we're in the process of Q3 right now. I have updated 50% of 50 different stocks of um, the financial data on my website. Over the next couple days, I'm going to get the other 50. Uh, maybe about 40, 35, whatever, uh, based upon whether or not they've reported, um, whether or not they're worth it. And then over next weekend, I'm going to update the top 100 listings. I know you guys really love that. So that will happen coming up. Discounted cash flow statements. Now I've introduced this, what, about maybe two months ago. And on the website, I'm going to begin rolling these out individually, one stock at a time, as I do the video analysis. Discounted cash flow statements basically ask the question, okay, what should the stock be worth based upon not just this year's um, net earnings, but the following year, the following year after that, year after that, and year after that. If you have a company that's, say, trading at a dollar or a hundred dollars and they're yielding or providing five dollars worth of uh, net earnings over the course of a year that's five percent of five dollars is five percent of the hundred dollars 
So a discounted cash flow statement actually gives you an idea of what that stock would be worth. But how do we calculate the next year? Let's say they that the $5 turns into $6, then $7.50, then $9, then $10. What do you pay for that? So a discounted cash flow statement, given the parameters today, gives us that answer. You're going to want to kind of understand that there's something going on with the website, that I am going to be using a lot of mathematics that you don't need to know. You could just sit there and say, dude said this on the website. I'm rolling with it. Fine. Great. But that discounted cash flow statement, as I'm implementing this and have been working on it over the past 10 days, um, it starts to show up. And you sit there and you look at these short sellers and say, wow, dude, can't wait till you get your butt handed to you. So that's something that's coming out. I'm also up on the um, forum. I am going to be putting up on a daily basis over the next four weeks months one at a time the short reports for every single stock plus i'm putting these mini videos up there with all the financial statements for any particular stock in chart form it's a two minute video you can just sit there and watch it scroll by revenue gross margins gross profits things like this important um you know you'll be able to look at charts to see what they look like so that will happen. All of this kind of kind of collides together with the short report and the fact that I saw that Tilray was one of the top 10 most shorted NASDAQ stocks out there. So um, that's what I've been doing over Thanksgiving. You know, the discounted cash flow statements, you're going to start seeing them pop up. I'll be talking about them a lot in the videos. I'll be giving you a five-year stock projection on some of these stocks. So start looking for those kinds of things. And again, I'm going to be putting up the short interest. I'm going to, you know, on a regular basis, be updating those. I'm going to release them one at a time. It's just, I've got 100 stocks on there. It's a ginormous amount of information and work. And it's just me. Hence me not really having a Thanksgiving. Um, and as I said, the financial uh, videos, they're going to be up there. All right. What is short selling? Some of you, it's you've been doing this for enough. You know this one. I cut my teeth in FX um, long before the internet. So the thing is with foreign exchange is in a moment you could be dead wrong. And um, I would continually be digging. Well, why, what was the news report? What happened there? Why did... The Japanese yen all of a sudden plummet or soar, whatever it might have been. So, you know, I cut my teeth in an environment that was far, far more difficult than stocks, especially cannabis stocks. So a lot of the minutia of what I was looking at is makes this really simple. Short selling um, is a really simple idea where an individual can borrow existing shares from another shareholder and go short. They actually go into the market and they place an order. The order gets filled. So if there's a hundred thousand shares or a million shares of a, a stock out there, we'll say a million, 
uh, those are the shares outstanding. They're out there in the world and they exist in the market. Someone can walk in and say, well, I want to sell short 10,000 shares. Now, effectively, they have maybe $100,000 in their account, $25,000, whatever it might be. When they place an order, they're actually going conceptually, if you can think about this, negative. So company XYZ or Tilray, all right, let's say they own nothing in Tilray. They've got $100,000 sitting in an account. And I think most accounts you need to have something like $25,000 just to be able to go short. Not that important. They could sell 10,000 shares of Tilray short. They have nothing. Now they're negative 10,000 shares of TLRY. The idea is if Tilray is trading at one buck, I don't know where Tilray is right now. If the stock moves from say $1 to 99 cents, that trader is now positive by one penny. And for some people, that's their whole game. Here's the thing to understand this. If Tilray just happens to be trading at $1, XYZ stock, who cares? It's not actually at $1 at that moment. That was just the last print, $1. All right. The bid might be 99 cents. The offer might be a dollar one, and there's a two cent spread in between the bid offer. And we call that the bid offer spread. So a short seller could come in and say, fine, sell at 99 cents. Does a market order, hits the, um, the bid at 99, and boom, guess what? Now the latest print, the last print is 99 cents. All right, so new bids and offers come in. 98 cents is now your new bid. $1 is now your new offer. Here's the thing. When we look at these short reports, when we look at the short interest, Tilray is, was one of the top 10 most shorted stocks out there. Some of the open interest or the volume on a daily basis is 100% short selling. Meaning if, if uh, Tilray or XYZ company were to have 100,000 shares in the market, short sellers were 100% of those people. So in that little scenario of $1 pushing down to 99 cents, a new short seller could come in and hit the bid, pushing it, the bid offer down and the last print down continually. If we're at 50% effective, and there's a million in volume for any particular day, if it's 50-50, effectively the stock will never move. But we're looking at short interest that is well in excess of 50%. 60, 70, 80, 90% of volume is short selling. And it's astronomical. And it begs to ask the question, why is it profitable? Really, 
And I run into people all the time who are like, you know, I bought Canopy Growth thinking that this was going to be ginormous. It's going to be pushing up this, that, and the other thing. As a matter of fact, someone just put uh, a link from TradingView, an article from TradingView on my forum just this morning. I did read that. Thank you for that. Um, where the individual talked about why all cannabis was a bust and he wouldn't support any of it. Well, okay, good for you. Here's the thing. Think about philosophically this whole process. Canopy growth. All right, canopy growth, I remember, was trading around in the in the single digits, pushed up to about 18 or something like this. At one point, it pushed all the way up to $55. This was back in 2018. You can look at some of my trading, uh, Seeking Alpha articles going all the way back there. When it hit 55, I said, sell this thing there's there's no way they're worth this boy did i get skewered boy were they wrong when it was back down to about 22 or so i said yeah it's now a buy again sure enough it went back up i think maybe 35 40 dollars or something like that and then i started getting hands again i said no it's up at the high end again you need to get out of this stock it's just too high tilray tilray came in and shot up to like 315 dollars per share back in 2018 and I sat there and I trounced all over I don't care what Tilray makes what they could possibly make in the future there's no way it's worth this price is basically the articles I put out there and there were a lot and I got well that one they pretty much like yeah you're probably right that's a little high um sure enough look where Tilray is today it's I think below 10 bucks but Tilray is a company who just told us that they're going to start printing $1 billion per quarter in 27 months from now. All right, that's a stock that is going to continually to grow revenue. Will they eclipse $315? I doubt it. But I could see between $100 and $150 easy. But think about it. What if you were one of those individuals who rushed in and bought Canopy Growth at 50 bucks? It's trading, I think, at 12 right now. You don't care what happens if it moves from 12 to 20. You're still down. So are you bringing in more money to buy this stock? No, absolutely not. And because new money from all these retail investors who got it wrong when they bought in at the surge are not bringing in more money people just can and anytime there is a surge people just sell it off so we see these stocks trickling lower and lower and lower and that's why these short sellers are coming in and selling because simply put no one is flooding in to buy these stocks up but again we go back to the fact that i'm putting together discounted cash flow statements and i'm basically laying it out as to what these stocks should be worth the stock market is not going to ignore profits forever. Look at TrueLeaf. TrueLeaf is printing profits. Green Thumb. These are solid companies that are consistently printing profits. The market's just simply not going to ignore these, uh, these opportunities. Because of that, these people on the short side, 
are taking an enormous amount of risk every single quarter. Now, again, we just saw some movement heading higher because of Germany. We also saw some movement, kind of what's going on. Uh, some of the some of the uh, financial statements we've seen over the past couple of days have been good. We saw a pop up on some things. Now, today's Sunday, and I'm printing this on Monday. Someone else put something up on my forum regarding safe banking. And I don't know that the Senate is actually considering or someone is going to consider doing this. But Senate, like I said up on Twitter, 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 probably a valid statement. Who cares that the House of Representatives put it in there? Because the Senate will strip it out. It should never have been in the NDAA. Sure enough, I got skewered by some individuals who at this point have blocked my content because they know damn well I'm going to skewer them right back. The Senate version does not have safe banking in there. But on Monday, the opportunity for amendments is something like at 3 o'clock Eastern time, 1 o'clock local here in New Mexico time. So will someone step forward and put this amendment into this Senate version. I didn't necessarily get from what they posted up there that that was actually going to happen or whether this individual was saying, if it does happen, this is when and how it will happen. So I'm going to have to go back and read that forum posting. Um, and I don't know. If you got some input on that, please, by all means, post something. Because if it did, that would be enormous. But here's the thing. Safe banking has not, no business in NDAA, period. That's realistic. And when I looked at that, I said, Senate's going to strip it out. They did. It, because it has no business being in there. The safe banking on its own has every opportunity to, to ride through Congress itself. I don't know about Biden, what he will do. But if you push through safe banking, you dilute all the rest of anything potential. And that's not good. So do a comprehensive cannabis stock. So I don't know what kind of energy we're going to get going into this week, but Germany is certainly interesting. Given that, we're looking at the potential that if we do see changes moving forward, cannabis stocks might see a big surge. Now we're, we continue to see all of these companies printing revenues printing profits that are well below what you can get out of the broader market. It's sort of like asking a simple question. You have two choices in buying a bond. Both are $10,000. One yields 1%. The other one yields 10%. Which one do you buy? The risk factor is about the same. Actually, the 1% one, the risk factor, the price might drop significantly. The other one with the 10%, it's already at a rock bottom price. This is what I continue, continually kind of put up here on the website. When you look at the model that they're using to, to uh, value cannabis stocks, cannabis is significantly below that value model that they're using. 
these companies are printing profits. So to these short sellers, one day there's going to be a day of reckoning. And boy, it's probably going to suck for them. And there's probably going to be a huge rush back into cannabis. Maybe the catalyst is some kind of U.S. legislation. But at the end of the day, you don't even care about that. These companies are printing profits. And we value those profits based on how much you're getting for what you're paying today using discounted cash flow statements. And when we do that, we look at um, TrueLeaf and you're looking at an 80, 75 to $85 stock today. But it's trading at 50% of that. Okay, great. If you're a shareholder, that sucks. But if you really believe in a company that continues to uh, put, be building more and more, um, opening up more and more dispensaries, that's a company that is going to continue to grow and going to continue to print profits. The valuation will get there. So I wanted to address these short selling. I am going to continually put up a bunch of charts up on the forum on a daily basis so that you can constantly see what's going on, how this is playing out, what's happening. And it's also, it benefits me because I, I become a little more aware, aware of things outside of just financial data. I think that's important. Uh, be looking for these things. For my subscribers, you will have the ability to start looking at the five-year projections on cannabis stocks inside my website. I'm not going to be posting those up on the forum. That is behind the subscription. If you like this content, if you want to follow along, if you want to see what your stocks are worth or what they could be worth and why, hit the follow button. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate the comments. Um, I'm going to continually be bringing out a lot more information. The website's going to kind of going through this last final phase of transition. I've been running it now for, what, nine months? Um, and it's getting there. So a lot of what's happening now, it's kind of like that, last big step and these are some big changes to the website so i appreciate everybody following along and subscribing thanks again we'll see you in the next video